0: jcasnetwork.org
1: Welcome to Daily Duff Differently. I'm Rabbi Utsdayer, and today we're studying Duff Membet, page 42 of the fourth chapter of Tractate Aralim. The Gemara left off on the previous page with Rav Papa's statement, P'erot sheyatz'u chutz letchom v'chazru afil b'mezid, lo hivsidu et mekoman. Ma'itama anusim ninhu... Fruits that were carried beyond the Shabbat limit and were returned, even if it was done intentionally, do not lose their original place. What is the reason? They were carried under compulsion. The Gemara says that the fruit are like anusim, under compulsion, because they were moved against their will by someone. We see that it is important what the intention was. The Gemara continues the discussion of the status of things that have been moved outside the Shabbat limits, either intentionally or unintentionally b'shogeg, and whether such fruit might be eaten outside the Trom Shabbat, or if they may only be eaten if they are returned to their original place the mekomon. Now, if we say they may be eaten outside the Shabbat limits, does this apply if the fruits are left there only b'shogeg or also or, alternatively, if they only may be eaten, if they were returned to its original place, be mekomo, can they then be eaten if they were returned to be shogek, unintentionally, or also if they were returned to be mezid, intentionally, which is what Rav Papa says. The concept of Shogeg and Mezit have always significant legal implications in halakha. Often something that is done unintentionally is either tolerated after the fact or has less severe sanctions than something that is done intentionally. The interesting aspect is that someone who commits a transgression in Beshogek is still responsible for his or her action, but as I said, the sanctions are less severe. There is a third category, Tinok shenishba, a child that was abducted, that applies to someone who was raised in an environment where he or she was never made aware of the proper halakha, now such a person is then not held accountable for his or her actions. But this is not the case our Gemara was talking about, but the cases of Shogig and Mezit. Before we continue, remember that we have several areas of Shabbat. We have the immediate four cubits, for amot. We have the area that is fenced in by an eruv, and in which movement and the moving of objects is permissible and we have the additional 2,000 cubits of the Trom Shabbat in which a person may move around. The Gemara now deals with a case in which a person does not know the Shabbat limits and under what circumstances and how far he is allowed to move and continues on to the case described in the Mishnah of a person either forcefully removed from his place and then put down in a cattle pen, or alternatively someone who was traveling on boat on Shabbat. Can a person move throughout the whole area of the boat or the cattle pen, or only within four amot? Rabban Gamliel says a person may move throughout the whole area of the cattle pen or the boat. Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Akiva say no, only within four amot. Why? Because Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yoshua wanted to establish a gezera, a preventive measure to prevent people from unintentionally moving objects or walking beyond the permitted area. The Gemara gives two reasons that the Halakha follows Rabban Gamliel. According to Rabba, it is because he had taken up residence on the boat, meaning within the walls of the ship, already before Shabbat started. But this doesn't work for Abizera, who thinks it is because the boat moves constantly, and hence Rabban Gamliel's four Amot also move constantly. Now, Rabizera's view, Rashi says, is a bit like the concept of someone who has been forcefully removed outside his four amot and put down in a different place, which now would constitute his new four amot. The same happens basically when the ship moves, says Rashi. A person is constantly moved along, and so his four amot change constantly as well as the ship sails on. We are continuing in a few lines into Dove 43 here to just finish up. The difference between the two, Rabbah and Rabbizera, is that according to Rabizera, the walls of the ship are not walls to establish a residence, but simply are there to keep the water from flooding the ship. And Rabbah is reluctant to go with Rabbizera because he sees a difference between where a ship is moving where indeed all Suraba would say it is okay to move around all over the ship, or where the ship is a stationary, in which case a person has to remain within his or her four amot.
0: I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently,
1: and that you'll join us again
0: tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epicorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.